Welcome to the WDW for Families podcast, a show dedicated to helping families plan their trip to Walt Disney World. And now your hosts, Elizabeth, Randy, Rusty, and Todd. All right, welcome to WDW for Families with another podcasting adventure. So uh, who is excited about tonight's podcast? Woohoo! Yay. Yeah, nobody can see any raising of hands. So no, this is, this is my favorite hotel tonight. So yeah, we we're going to talk about them. the Epcot, Epcot Resorts, or Epcot Resorts, the Epcot Resorts. And to me, I thought this was a very niche podcast and was kind of worried about recording it because I'm not sure many of our families are that interested in staying in this area of the park because, as Randy rolls his eyes, because they just don't know it exists. I, I mean, I don't know... All the more reason to talk about right. it. Right, right. And after I've thought about it, this is a good idea because we need to let people know about this area of Disney that you know I didn't even know existed until I ran my first marathon. Can I be honest? I, I no, I you can never be honest on this. I'm going to lie Rusty. now. <laughs> I didn't know. I've always heard of the Epcot Resorts. I've seen them from afar. Right. When we rode the boat ride across from DHS, just because we thought well, we should do this one day, right? I saw the Epcot Resorts, and I thought, I want to stay here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no idea what's back here. I don't know. I never, but I, I, I'm now obsessed with the idea of I've got to stay there. Yeah, we are too. We, I mean, we've been going to Disney regularly for years and years. I mean, since I was a kid, I didn't know these existed till about t- ten years ago. I don't know how when they were built. I'm not exactly sure. But this is a part of the property that is undiscovered for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's some really cool stuff over here. Just describing it to you, it looks like a 1940s, 50, 1930s or 40s boardwalk, like what you would expect to see, you know, Back then, it's kind of a Victorian era kind of thing. In the Northeast, maybe. Yeah, and uh, Coney Island kind of look Jersey, to it. Everything's yeah. whitewashed. I mean, it's it's a lot of wood buildings, wood structures. Um, it it reminds me a lot of the California Adventure Park out at uh, at Disneyland. Yeah, they have a boardwalk kind of yeah, that area. Yeah, the kind of atmosphere. It's really cool. The the, um, the, the smell of funnel cakes and yeah. the. And the hot dogs out there. It's a really fun area that's just kind of like you you take that boat. I think that's where a lot of people are first exposed to it. You take that boat from DHS over to uh, Epcot, and you see this huge area that's got a lot of hotels, a lot of things to do, a lot of restaurants, and here it is, the boardwalk. So there are four hotels in this area that you would, you would say these are the, these are the boardwalk hotels. And so we're just going to cover those real quick. Uh, they, they are the, um, the Beach Club, the Yacht Club, the Boardwalk, and the Swan and Dolphin. Now, I guess that's five. A lot of people count the Swan and Dolphin as the same thing. But the Swan and Dolphin is not a Disney-run hotel. Yeah, the, I know the Swan is run by Weston Hotels. And the Dolphin is Sheraton. run by Sheraton. Mm-hmm. So th- they're yeah. even owned by different people? Yes. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is so odd. And, and, and they're not connected, whereas the Yacht and Beach Club actually are physically connected to each other. So, so 
when people say the Swan and Dolphin, technically yeah. they aren't that No, right. It's, it's like saying Mar- Marriott and Hyatt. Oh, that's you know, right. They're, they're, they're different they're hotels. They're together, but they're not connected. Okay, right. so when I said there are four hotels... If you're going to combine two into yeah. one, it would be Swan and Dolphin is the one you combine into. Uh, yeah. Swan and Dolphin. Oh, excuse me. No, it would be Yacht and Beach would be the one you combine yeah, that, into one. That's hotel. really weird. Okay. So, but let's talk about those, those real fast. Let's talk about Swan and Dolphin first, since we're already there. Uh, Randy, you're going to start for us then, uh, since you're talking about the... Oh, sure. Rusty, you're talking about Swan oh, and yeah. Dolphin. Okay. Just to give you a quick thing of why it's there, there are some non-Disney hotels on their property. And what happened is this was a result of the 1980s when there was going to be, people were trying to do a hostile takeover of Disney. They needed some capital, and so they got some people to invest money into it. And as a trade-off, they got the rights to build a hotel. And that's why the Swan and Dolphin are there. They're, they're, they're a trade-off because of that. And so Eisner kind of helped design it in some way by getting someone to design it. And so, like you said before, they're owned by different guys. Here's what you get if you stay at the Swan and Dolphin, though. You get to, you can make your reservations through Disney for it. So even though they don't own it, you can book your reservations for it through them. You do get Walt Disney World Transportation, the bus service. Now, they share the bus service with uh, the Yacht Club and everybody else. You get complimentary parking at all the theme parks, just like you would if you stayed at a resort hotel. You get um, magic hours, delivery to your hotel rooms, all that stuff, just like you would. You get everything except what? You cannot get uh, a Magic Express does not run to Swan Dolphin. You cannot get the dining plan at Swan and Dolphin. You cannot. Okay, no. that's an interesting. Yeah. That's you used to not get. I, see, I, I heard a different story of how they got. They came to be. I, the story I heard was that uh, Eisner um, wanted to be on the board at Disney. He got the invitation, and afterwards, then gave a a, a, a contract, a, a hotel building contract, had been with some other company, and then he took it away from them and gave it to his buddy who helped him get on the board. And so the guy who lost the contract, the developer, went back, sued, and the judge found on his behalf and said, right here, this is the property that you're going to build these hotels. Now, So I, I heard it where there was more animosity than thank you for saving us. Eisner did basically tear up a contract that they had signed. Right. And then they had to give them the contract. Yeah. Yeah. And so there, there was a time when Disney hated the fact that these people were here wouldn't let their characters be seen on the property, wouldn't, you know, I don't know if they went so far as to not allow them to sell tickets, but it was, it was not, there was not a good relationship at all. Well, they I think it softened told over them time. You can't have the design you want. They were going to build just a big hotel like you see in any city. Right. And they said, no, we're going to bring in someone if you design your hotels. But you get basically everything besides the dining plan and you and the Magical Express that you would get if you stayed at a Disney hotel. Is, are, now, what are the differences between the two? Basically, the Swan is about half the size of the Dolphin, as far as in size. But other than that, you, they're very similar. The, the big thing you're going to notice when you're at these is they have a lot of water. The pools there are amazing. They have, I forget how big of a pool area. I mean, I'm talking about... Giant it's, pool. It's, yeah, it's huge. I Giant. mean, they've got, I think they said at one place I read it was over three acres of water. <laughs> they're connected to the pool area. They have, you can also, there. they do have a health club that's there that you can, you have to pay, but for $10 a night you get high-speed internet, two bottles of water, and uh, admission to the health club at the place. And they do a bunch of uh, conventions, business conventions. Convention centers there connected to it. And so a lot of people who go there, school teacher discount, so if you're yep. a school teacher, I know a lot of guys like to stay there for it. It's going to be cheaper than a deluxe 
but not by much. It's about, I just looked at June, June 1 through June 4 this year. It's about $300 a night. And uh, I can't remember which one it is, but it's $300 a night at the one and about 270 at the other one. So, you know, yeah. you're, you're kind of just a little under a deluxe price. But it is, you know, most people would say if you're an adult and you want to go for a little higher class, you want to step away. There is no Disney theming at it uh, besides the one restaurant that's a character meal. Uh, there's no Disney theming in the in the rooms or in the hotel. And they have, in addition to the teacher discount, I believe they also have a nurse discount and a okay. uh, a public, you know, fireman, policeman kind of a. Yeah. A, I was talking to a well. very affluent couple the other day. Just they they kind of money to burn couple. Right. <laughs> and aside from being jealous of them, I I thought they always stay at the Swan. We've got a friend the same way. They like to stay at the Swan. I I, I don't understand that. I in fact I said. Why don't you stay at the Polynesian or the Contemporary? And they were like, they kind of looked at me like confused, like why wouldn't you stay at the Swan? Right. Which was odd to me. But well, and the other thing you get is if you're on these people's uh, frequent visitor program, Starwood points. Yeah, whatever, you you yeah. can use your points to help you stay, or you can earn more points with them. So that's another thing. I know that my father-in-law travels a lot, and there was you know he talked about maybe just going and staying there. Uh, because it's it, it's in his system, you know. It's what he's what yeah. he's used to. Right. Well, I, I will say the dolphin has possibly the weirdest looking dolphin on top yes. of the building. That's not a dolphin. <laughs> it's a fish. It looks like a fish. Yeah, that's got to be the ugliest dolphin I have ever seen. <laughs> it, it looks like a fish. It does have the stop though on the water. If you're going from DHS to uh, Epcot, Epcot or, or vice Epcot versa via DHS, it does have that stop there. Right. Swan a dolphin, you can go there. And you know, if you listen. To mighty men, that's where they prefer to stay at. They talk about it often, that they like to stay at the Swan and Dolphin. That's interesting. That's bizarre. Okay, well, let's go somewhere else now. <laughs> let's go to the next hotel on our docket. Elizabeth, you are going to introduce us to? The Yacht Club. Oh, very nice. Okay, it is a 630-room resort. It is connected to the Beach Club. It's very New England nautical themed, obviously with the yachtsman name. Um, it's across Crescent Lake from the Boardwalk Resort. So, like I said, all these Epcot hotels—they're all—it's easy to get them confused, other than the Swan and you Dolphin. You can back and see every one of them from either one. I mean, right? Them. They all—they all, they all kind of have the same theming. They're all really nice looking. Um, the yacht and the Beach Club—they actually share a lot of their stuff. They share. Their pool, which I know um, Randy and his family really like, the sand bottom pool, the Stormalong Bay, yep. which is amazing with the Lazy River and all kinds of really neat play areas there. Um, it's about five minutes to walk to Epcot from there and about 15 minutes to walk from to Hollywood Studios or back. So it's a nice little, you know, I mean, if you were going to stand out there and wait for a bus, you might as well walk. Um, as far as... You can also enter Epcot through World Showcase through the International Gateway, so it's kind of the back, the back door entrance there. Uh, it's a little bit more formal at the Yacht Club than the Beach Club. They do tend to have a lot of conventions there. It's kind of more business clientele, a little more. Um, I'd just say they just kind of cater to that group of people more than the Beach Club. It sounds more. Snooty. Yeah, the yachtsman. I'm staying at the yacht, yacht club. 
It is. I don't know. That was my snooty voice. It wasn't very good. And yeah. as as my my daughters call it uh, the the Yacket Club, <laughs> due to how the yacht is spelled, and right. due to them being from a product yes. of education that's, around that's, here. That's <laughs> correct. No, they, they on this particular trip they didn't know where we were staying until we pulled into the parking lot, and it, my youngest said, "Are we staying at the Yacket Club?" And that's a new running joke for our family. Well, <laughs> the Yacket Club. Yes. Is home to one of my most favorite restaurants ever, the Yachtsman Steakhouse. Yes. Which was an amazing. I think, I think Yachtsman Steakhouse may be the worst <laughs> name for a restaurant you could come up with. Now, now that's a double point uh, uh, restaurant. I mean, yes, or, or it's signature credit, dining. Signature if you're dining. Doing dining plan. And it's not a cheap stay to stay at the Yacht Club. What's so good about it? It's just. Is the steak, is that good? Yeah, the service was amazing there. Um, I have not been there. That's one of our. It, it's it's a nice, very romantic. I would not go with kids. There were kids in there, but mm. it's it was just a nice. Just We've got to do a dining show soon. I'm dying to talk about my new favorite restaurant at Disney. But yeah. keep going. Okay, well, a yacht yacht club is is not a uh, a cheap place to stay. It, it'll run you about five hundred dollars a night, just about. Yeah, it's I, I, the most expensive of the. Of the Epcot resorts, yeah. Um, I think Boardwalk is is just about ten dollars more now. It, it Boardwalk's a little bit higher, is it not? It is not. We discussed this earlier. We did. <laughs> I got it back. They're all pricey. They're all pricey. they're all pricey, nice. but they're not monorail pricey. No, no. So is there anything the special about it? I yeah. just think it's it's just. Fancy. It just feels kind of fancy. It, it special. Is nice. I don't know how to describe. I mean, there's it, a nice smell to it. Like you have the yes, poly smell. Is. Now that it's Reba McIntyre song is in my head. Does it smell like chlorine or does it smell like fancy chlorine? It's at one point, it was the number one hotel for kids in Florida. I think it's you wow. know that that moves around from oh. hotel to hotel all the time. But at one point, it was ranked number one by some magazine. It it's uh it's really neat when you go to the gift shop you you see things different you know if you go to the Polynesian gift shop it's completely different from mm-hmm. you know Art of Animation uh, hotel right so this it has a different again it's it's a little bit more luxurious um, than just going to the Pop or even a moderate resort and it's different than the Poly the Poly is a little more informal Hawaiian this is formal this is I mean you're just gonna be wearing shorts and t-shirts down the hall. But but the decor is it's nice. It's definitely nice. Okay. In, in the lobby, there's this giant globe that you can spin, and there's a hidden Mickey on it. It's, it's a pretty. Well, neat go thing. ahead and talk about the beach club. Well, the beach right club here. is attached. And the thing I'll, I'll I'll add as we talk about all these is that we said that in the Swan and Dolphin they're big on the conventions. Elizabeth just mentioned they're, that where they're big on the conventions at the Yacht Club as well, which the Beach Club is attached. And often, if you have a convention at the Yacht Club, you know your 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 room may be in the Beach Club. You're right there. You're attached to it. So, but but you know, just to let you know that who the crowd's going to be, and in the evening is when the, when their people are walking up and down, you know, the boardwalk and yeah. such. There's going to be a fair the amount. Convention of resorts tend to have a later night. Con- like there's more activity at night at the hotel, especially so, targeted towards adults. Right at the like at the pool bar at eleven o'clock, there's going to be stuff going on and people talking while at Riverside, or Caribbean French Beach, Quarter. or Riverside. Everything's pretty much calmed down yeah. by eleven o'clock at night. So b- back to the beach club. Uh, the highlight is the pool. Uh, the, the sh- we share the pool with the yacht club. Um, the yacht club is not a Disney Vacation Club resort. 
but the beach club is. And so you have a good share of the resort. I don't know what percentage. Let me make it up. You know, 35% of the resort that might be for, for, for the, uh, the Disney Vacation Club folks. So that's a little different feel, um, but it's fine. The, 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 the pool is the best. The sandy bottom pools, you get a lazy river. As to my knowledge, it's got to be among the deepest, if not the deepest pool. Um, it's got parts that are seven and eight foot deep. Um, volleyball in one part of the pool we were there this summer they did uh homemade ice cream by the pool for a dollar or two dollars as a fun thing to do as a fun activity they have a, a beach front around there's a lake that uh, if you went and looked at pictures that you know a boardwalk is across the lake from beach yacht and beach club and uh there's a there's a beach right there on the lake and so you can go out and sit and enjoy the the water and enjoy the sunshine in the evenings they do the uh, uh, marshmallow roast out there as well as a big movie on a big screen so you can sit on the beach and enjoy it. Well, they do that at most of the nicer resorts. Not necessarily on the beach. Not all of them have a beach. Polly does. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the Polly does. The other big thing is uh, the, the water slide going into the pool. There's a pirate ship that is you know, uh, beached or, or has been stuck on the on the beach there, and the mast, in theory, has broken off and fallen into the pool. That is really neat. And you go up that ladder, and that inside the mast is the water slide. Um, and so you do that all the way down to the pool. So that's neat. Um, we have Cape May Cafe at the Beach Club, which is a great character breakfast. So that's a fun thing and to a do. Good and a good dining location at night. And good at night. They've got a, uh, a, a big fish. Um, and, and crawdad and, and crabs and, you know, lobs not lobster, but uh, uh It's got a oysters. variety of American food plus it's American food. Natural. A lot of your, seafood. Your everyday fare and then some seafood. Yeah. And you're there at Beaches and yeah. Cream. A lot of yeah. seafood. Beaches and Cream is a great little yeah. restaurant there by the pool. Yes. So it's a, it's a great place to be. I'm, I'm proud to call it my Disney Vacation Club home. If you're if you're in the pools, this is the place to be at. This is this is one I mean, of the because best. All these property. resorts have. Yeah. I mean, this is the place if you like to swim and you know you're gonna yep. ha spend a couple of days around the resort. Yep. This I is would the pool place hop to go. here. I'm sorry. I would pool hop here. Well, except that you can't. This is the yeah. only pool on property that will they will card you to get in. Really? Uh, yes. Uh, don't come from your other resort. They're not going to let you in. They do require uh, bracelets and they check your room key to make sure you're from that resort. Uh, they are very tight well, because, because it the beach the club, you know, the, or the, the swan and the dolphin and the boardwalk are all right there. And those people would be very tempted to walk over. Well, the boardwalk's pool is pretty cool, It is. Too. It's a it's, great pool. I think it's one of the better pools on yeah, property I, I as think well. It's a great pool. They have the, uh, I forget what they call the, the water slide there. Oh, the Keister Coaster. That's what they call it. <laughs> but it looks like you're the, the Keister it looks coaster. like the Coney Island rocket is or Comet is what it looks like. And it's really cool. It's a roller coaster themed water slide. Boardwalk is located just across from the Yachtsman, uh, or the Yachtsman, I've called well, it that now, the Yacht, the Yacht Beach and Club. Beach Club. It's located right across from it. It's where a lot of the activity, where a lot of the, it's based on the 1920s to 40s, you know, northeastern beach town, Atlantic City kind of stuff, Coney Island. It's got, uh, you know, some cool restaurants at the, uh, I, I would take the restaurants maybe at Boardwalk over some of the others because it's got... A good variety, and the Cozinas is there, and then it's got the microbrewery there if you're into that kind of stuff. The, I forget ESPN. what it's called. Is it Big River? 
Yeah, yeah Big River Grill. Big River Grill, yeah. and then it's got the ESPN Club over here. Uh, it's a comparable price to all of these resorts. Uh, it's, I, I think it's, it's the most appealing to me, just because it's right on the, it's it's right there in the action of yeah. all this stuff. Yep. Like mm-hmm. I'm, you guys know that I'm a I'm a sucker for boardwalk kind of themes because you see the, the office area that I help design with my company that's based on a, a boardwalk theme so this is really something that appeals to me and 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 look forward to staying there soon uh, I, nothing really stand out that separates it from the others aside from its location well i'm going to add in there and you have to help me remember the names of them but there's a couple different clubs right there there's a dueling pianos yeah there's uh, the, the piano bar there jelly uh, rolls and then there's jelly rolls yeah as yeah. well. And so there's a lot more nightlife. Um, yeah. More than, a, like you're saying, there, more than any other resort that I know of, there is, you know, hey, if you're if you're in from a convention, come on over here and enjoy the club. Yeah, and the Flying Fish is over there, and it's a really nice restaurant. That's a nicer one. Um, I, I like the theming a lot of, this, of this place. Um, aside from the Poly, which I've told many times is my favorite theming of a place. This is probably my second favorite theming of a ho- of a Disney hotel. I like the idea of the boardwalk. I, I want to stay over here during food and wine. And to me that's just that's when I want to be there. Well, that, Also when you're going to pay more to stay there. Yes. Sure. But, but that, that brings up a good point though that one of the big features of these hotels as Elizabeth mentioned is that back entrance the International Gateway that goes into Epcot. And so, you know, if you want to be walking distance f- from uh, the Magic Kingdom, you need to stay at Contemporary. Um, now, the others, you might be able to finally get around there, but the Contemporary is pretty close to the Magic Kingdom. Well, uh, if, you, if, if that's close, then the Beach Club is, is even closer. I mean, you're, you're a very short walk. Well, and you're a boat ride from DHS. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's hop a on r- the boat. That's, I mean, how many resorts, I mean, you can't get that. Even at the Magic no. Kingdom, you have to hop on the buses to get yep. to. You're not close to two parks. This right. is fairly close to, you're, now it's a well, long walk over to Hollywood Studios, but, but you could, I mean, there's a sidewalk all the way to Hollywood, you could walk all the way. Oh, I've run that sidewalk many, many times, because uh, the marathon route Does runs it? right through there. That's mile, that's mile 24 in the marathon is the boardwalk in that area right in front of the, the beach and yacht club, yacht and beach club. I this is a cool area and I think I hope we've inspired some people to at least check it out. What I would do is I would purposely ride that boat if you've yep. never seen this area of Disney World that's kind of a hidden area. Bucket list hotels that I would stay at. <clears throat> Fort Wilderness has always been kind of weird nostalgia weird that I want to go stay there someday. Um that I haven't stayed at, and this is this is number two. We're going to go there in November. That's our plan. It's to one of those two places we're going to knock off our bucket list November. Excellent. All right, let's wrap this baby up. If you could choose one, we've done this with every other hotel podcast we've done. It's got to be Randy. Beach Club. I'll go Yacht Club. Beach Club. Okay. And your boardwalk? I'd do boardwalk if I chose. Now, I, Beach Club would be a close second. I... I have very little interest in the Swan or Dolphin or the Yacht Club, just because Yacht Club just seems... I'm not froofy. In fact, I'm the opposite of froofy. I'm froofless. Okay. So. Now, are we going to do, like, uh, we're going to talk about a Facebook uh, post this, this week? 
Yeah, we are. Uh, our buddy from the Isle of Isle of Wight, is that right? Isle of Man. Isle of Man. Why does it say Isle of Wight? I don't know. Oh, well, no Kevin Curtis Allen is a, uh, a Facebook friend of ours, and he has written us several nice notes over the months. But a couple of months ago, he mentioned this. He said uh, uh, that he's having a 25th wedding anniversary, and uh, they're, they're going for four weeks. As you know, out there in the, the British Isles, they take these holidays, and they get extended time off where they can spend four weeks. That's amazing. He wants to know. His question is, so what should we do? <laughs> this is the very first time that they're going without their kids for four weeks at Disney. Well, I can tell you one thing I'd do is I would buy an annual pass. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that would be the first thing I would suggest, right. obviously. Instead I'd get Tables of Wonderland immediately. Yeah, Tables of Wonderland. Because you're going to need it. For That's right. It's a discount card for your dining. We'd do that. And I would, I would just explore... At least a two-day pass, Universal. Oh yeah, enjoy that. I would, right. I would take advantage of the other thing. Another thing I would do, if your, if your wife and you are in, so inclined to do it, is check into a place called Give Kids the World Village, which is in Kissimmee, Florida, and go volunteer there a couple of days and see. That's where uh, a lot of the Make-A-Wish children stay during their Disney trips, and that would be a cool thing to do. Just go over there and volunteer. Go to their website. Uh, gktw.org and you can uh, sign up to volunteer and that's a worthwhile thing to do it's a neat thing to do mm-hmm. um, if I were really staying cool. for a month it would be about the food it would be about the food and I would be scheduling a meal for every day well and I couldn't I, afford I, that I, I don't know that well I'm the one that said I, I would stay at the house if I stayed at the house yeah, I wonder I would if he's getting more. the dining plan though that's you know that's because you because I, I know Engl- people from the British Isles who get the dining plan even for that long. Yeah. Right. Sure. And especially if they go free I think dining. 14 days is the most you can do. But you can check back out and check back in if you need mm-hmm. to get another 14 days. If they get 14 days of free dining, I, I just cannot imagine eating that much all the time. Oh, because I, I can't limit it. Rusty? Bring it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every day. Well, listen, Every day. You're going to walk. It. You're going to walk three or four miles a day. Oh, that so, does so, not. You know. Well, and, and, and I'm, I'm uh, using tables in Wonderland to help me. With, I, I wouldn't do the dining plan. I, you know, it I'm, does I'm not a, work, Rusty. I, I gained four pounds <laughs> while running 49 miles <laughs> and walking around Disney on the dining plan this last trip. Well, hey. Four pounds. I would tell you, I would take some of the tours. i do a tour at each park. That's a good idea. Yes. Because I think you'll learn something about it. It'll give you something to begin to look for. They'll tell you little secrets of Disney. It won't yeah. ruin the magic, but it'll give you something to look forward and to each day. And you need to book those really early, especially Keys of the Kingdom. Some of them we, we do. Could, we yeah. couldn't get in this last time. Right. And we I, tried about a month out. I would say one of the hotels I would stay at during that month would be at the Animal Kingdom Watch. I'm, I'm a big fan of them, and, I, and, I, and it, it's... Uh, it's a good place to relax. A good place to spend the day and not go to the park one day, just to hang out there at that hotel. Yeah. As, as is true with many of the deluxes. Well, okay, let's. But, but I like that one. Just on a reset. One of the things I would suggest to him would be, you know, spend about you know you go to the parks a lot, of course, but explore. Just explore. Go to find out about all these little things that you always hear about Disney. And then experience it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do the carriage ride at Fort Wilderness. Um, take the, the boat between Epcot and DHS. Take the boat between Port Orleans and downtown Disney. Do the 
go go to the Fort Wilderness and just walk around. Go, uh, you know, walk. Go to the Contemporary and look around, and then walk to the Magic Kingdom. Just take a different experience. You could literally have a different experience at Disney every day. Go to Downtown Disney and just do Pleasure Island. Go to Downtown Disney and just do the Shopping District. Of course, it won't be Downtown Disney much longer. Right. What are they renaming it? I don't remember. Disney D- Springs. Disney mm-hmm. Springs. That's right. Okay. I I would I'd never be at a park at three o'clock. If I knew I could come back tomorrow and the next day and the next day, I'd be doing morning. I'd do something fun like you're describing during the day, and I'd come back in the evening. I would never be in a park at 3 o'clock. And I wouldn't be. If I'm there for a month, I wouldn't be in a park on Saturday or Sunday. I would take Saturdays and Sundays off and do a lot of the Saturday, Sundays, and maybe even Mondays and be doing a lot of the fun the fun stuff off-site then. I'd be, I'd be yeah. using a, uh, a website that could tell me which park was the busiest and slowest, and I'd go to that slowest park every day, every time I was going to a park. I'd make friends with employees. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would, spend too. time talking to people, and because I've got time, and I'd be asking them, you know, where's your favorite place to eat? What do you like to do? What's something no one knows about? Let me give you one thing about that, though. I have found, and this, I don't want to sound hotty toddy or insulting obviously a lot of cms don't have a clue well no you gotta find the right one no yeah, yeah you gotta find the right but you ones, can find listen I, i've talked to some who didn't even know where things were at in the park before sure never been you, to a park yeah they but, just work there but you can find the ones that do and right. you'll know it when you find them the worst is when you find the ones that don't know what they're talking about and think they do yeah that that's <laughs> disturbing to yeah. me you know, if you've got the money to stay at a deluxe for the whole time or even at a, at a moderate the whole time I, I would tend to stay in that in that zone. For example, if I'm saying, if you're going to be there four weeks, maybe do a week at four different ones. Or maybe, you know, yeah. t- 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 ten days unlimited, at each different um, one. Unlim- unlimited funds, Wilderness Lodge, Contemporary, Poly, Grand Floridian. You just say one of those. E- or... See, one of, you're, pick you're, one of those, you're leaving out the Epcot. Go to the Epcot ones. Go I'd to the go Animal, Animal Kingdom, Kingdom Lodge. Go to one of those. There you go. I, I would do ten days. I probably do a three resorts, ten days each. But what what Rusty's saying though is, you get to know. It's it's fun to get to know the people who work there, and sure. and you know that they cook the omelet the same way. You know that they know how you like it, and and those little things are part of the fun for me. I, I really enjoy that. All right. Well, let's wrap this baby up. So how do we get in touch? How do people get in touch with us like our friend Kevin Curtis Allen did? Well, you can go to our Facebook page at WDW for families or you can find us on Twitter. Same search. You can send us an email at podcast at WDW4families.com. I think I'm the only one that still calls one eight seven seven numbers. Because you know we don't we don't get that many calls. We get a lot more Facebook questions and emails than we do phone calls. I think I think it's not cool to make phone calls anymore. That's what I think. I'm no, I, I'm the only one that still yeah. calls people. But you want to call there if you want to talk to us or That's the travel true. agent. Yeah, our travel professional. Well, it's one eight seven seven WDW for fam, and we want to hear from you. Call, leave us a question on the voicemail. That way we can uh, we can play it. All right, well, I guess that about wraps up for an exciting episode of WDW for Families. Hope you learned something about a park that maybe you haven't explored or part of the park that you haven't explored very much. So anyways, well, next time you're planning your vacation, remember you're never too old to wish upon a star. Thank you for downloading today's show. Be sure to visit our website, wdwforfamilies.com. 
If you have a comment, question, or need help planning your trip to Disney, call us at 877-WDW4FAN or email us at podcast at wdw4families.com.